0: The next episode starts now. The future is now, old man. The future is now,
1: (laughs) old man. Welcome to Don't Feed After Midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to talk a little bit of, uh, as soon as I get the microphone off of my coat because it's cold in the studio, <laughs> today we're going to talk about Aquaman and glass and how Aquaman put them on the glass.
2: Put them on the glass. <laughs> <laughs> God, that,
1: that song, that's literally all I know about that song. That's all I know about this That's song. Awesome. I have no other knowledge of it except put them on the glass. That's it. It's a big old song about titties. I know what it's about, Michael. Love them, love them. Love <laughs> <it. laughs> <That's> so terrible. <laughs> no,
0: it's so- solid, solid banger. Solid banger. Is it really? It's a solid banger. <laughs> it's a banger. It's a banger. Put on a. <laughs> so, so, so Aquaman, like, it's been on for a while, you know. Yeah, it's been a couple months.
1: It's been a couple months. Aquaman. Um, I mean, obviously, besides the the. The pull power, the star power of Jason Momoa behind it. It had some really good actors in it. It had a good story. You know, It's coming. also got, uh, who is it, got Willem Dafoe.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: More, not the more, Joker. Not more, the jo- more star power. Not the Joker. Um, <laughs> Amber Heard. She's really, uh, she's one of them young actresses. I think she was with Johnny Depp for a minute, and he, like, started being crazy, and she was like,
2: get me the fuck away.
0: But, uh, yeah, that's another story. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? yeah, I've seen reports of like Johnny Depp being a fucking idiot around her and when they were like together and shit and it's just unsettling. But, uh, now then there's, who else is there? There's Dolph Lundgren. He plays one of the, the Kings of, uh, Atlantis, one of the seven Kings.
1: Dol- and, Dolph uh, Lundgren.
0: And he's like a Dolph. redhead and he looks crazy. And then there's the guy, I forget his name, but he was doc- – Dr. no, he wasn't Dr. Manhattan. He was uh, Night Owl in the Watchmen movie. Um, really? Yeah, he's the main bad guy. He's Ocean Master.
1: That's pretty freaking
0: cool. Yeah, I, I, I thought he did a great job in both See, movies. but
1: I know so little about the DC universe that – I kind of classify Ocean Master the same way I would classify the, wi- the Weather Wizard from Flash. Like, I don't know how <laughs> oh bad they God. are or how much of a main character I'd they are. I'd probably say he's like
0: Namor's villainous, like, origin. Really? Kind of. Like, he has the potential to be a good guy, but he's really not when you first meet him.
1: Oh, huh. that's yeah. kind of Like, Namor, you know, they went back and they kind of retconned kind of the fact that Namor— was so evil yeah yeah and then good and then evil is because because he was part human and part atlantean if he was out of either environment for too long he would lose he would go nuts yeah so if he was in the water for too long he would go crazy if he was up on land too long he would go crazy so it was like finding that in between was like important mm-hmm. so when he was in and out of the water daily he was more cool right you know but it was finding that balance otherwise his brain chemicals were crazy he just went nuts so you know, that's I mean, that's a cool retcon, I guess. It's, it, it explains a lot and it also allows them to rewrite the character a little bit for modern audiences who don't want a one-dimensional villain. Yeah. Who's like the old Doc Doom where he's like, you know, I want to destroy everything just because I want to take over the world. You know, like that's nobody cares about shit like that anymore. You can't – it's not as much fun. You know, you, you want your villains to be a little relatable as far as why they're doing something. See – You know – in this movie it's different
0: because Ocean Master is Arthur's brother. Um hmm. yeah, Jason Momo's brother. Why
1: why is the Queen such a skank? Is this sleep <laughs> well, with anybody that see, will? see that's the
0: thing. She was she was forced into a marriage. Um like one of them arranged marriages of Atlantis. Is she
1: from Iran?
0: No. Oh, um, no, Atlantis In is India. basically, Atlantis is basically Jordan. like underwater I can just, just start Iran. naming
1: all these countries that's it's yeah. still acceptable because they suck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, like just take that and just put it underwater. That's what Atlantis is. It's like really old fashioned monarchies and fucking.
1: The women are second class citizens. It's bullshit.
0: Mostly. I don't like that. Mostly. God damn you, D.C. You, like, you, you, you it gotta, is not it. You, you got to be a queen. You never be a king. You never be the main leader of a country unless the king dies. It's um, some bullshit. Yeah, it's like it's like England, underwater.
1: That's great. I'd, like,
0: say, I'd say it's like England. Like they're they're not they're not looked down upon. Like women aren't looked down upon, but they're definitely not like
1: in the main role ever. But uh, <laughs> like we were talking about that with Star Trek, <laughs> with Chris, with uh, uh, Jeffrey Hunter's portrayal of Captain Pike back in the, the original pilot, where like he's on the bridge and he's like, you know, yada, yeah, okay. So, you know, all right, man, let's do it. And then the the lady turns around. She's like his number one, his first officer. He's like, oh, and and you too, number one. Sorry, I'm, I'm not used to seeing a a woman on the bridge. It seems unnatural. Like, and I'm like, what? How the terrible fuck is that? Is that? Like, like that was acceptable geez, to say on TV. Jeez, uh, God, God,
0: that's so weird seeing a woman here. Oh, God, <laughs> that's, so weird. that's so bad. <laughs> that's so bad. Oh, um, 1960s. But they don't do it. DC doesn't do it tastelessly in this movie. It's it it makes sense when you're watching the movie because you realize the dudes are the assholes here.
2: Oh yeah.
1: Like, oh no. Completely. Any society it, where women are second class citizens, the dudes it, are the assholes. It throws it There's
0: in. No though. doubt like, about that. Like the only ones that aren't assholes in this movie, besides Aquaman himself, uh, Willem Dafoe is like he's a really good guy in the movie. Um, he's just trying to help out Momoa. You know the whole movie, but uh, the I mean overall, like the the concept of the movie is. Like, it starts with uh, Atlanta, Arthur's mom. She washes up on uh, the shore of, uh, like, right next to the lighthouse.
1: And just starts banging and, uh, uh, guys left and right. She to looks over
0: and she sees, <laughs> you know, Commander Cody. <laughs> oh, no. Commander, Commander Cody, fresh after Order 66. And she's like <laughs> Yeah execute order sixty nine if ah! you know what I'm
1: saying. <laughs> but uh <laughs> You've been waiting to use that one for a while. For a while. <laughs> while. It's been
0: a while. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no, but uh so she she looks over and she's like, Hey, a human. Ah. <sighs> and then like she like she like doesn't know what to think about him for a while. And she doesn't reveal that she knows English for a while. She like tries to keep it like she, keep, she keeps her whole uh, identity, uh, uh, like, hidden from him.
1: Like, she's just some lady that washed up on the shore. Right. But she's weird, and she and she
0: knows that he knows. Yeah. Like, she's in his, like, he, he takes her in the house, and, like, he puts her on the couch, and she's laying there. She passes out. She wakes up, and she sees he's got a fish, like, just a little goldfish. And, like, that's the kind of fish Atlanteans would eat. Like, it's, like, they ride the sharks and they use yeah. the yeah. the big-ass, like, creatures of the sea, but they eat the small ones because they're not as important to the ecosystem overall. Yeah. Um. But she, uh like, she goes to eat this fucking goldfish, and then she looks over at this fucking, at the dog that's at the house. The dog's like, please don't eat me. Like, <laughs> the dog's looking at her like, please, me not next. Please. And uh, <laughs> the guy comes over. He's like, did you just eat my fish? She's like. <laughs> like sucks up the tail uh-huh. um but like they fall in love because you know hot because that's you know right. that's that's how you do it you know she eats your fish and then she eats your other fish if you know oh
1: I my mean. god <laughs> <sakes. laughs> jesus oh my god you are on a roll today jesus that christ that is great we just lost 50% of our female listeners i don't even care all three of them
0: i don't even care i love you <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: uh
2: <laughs> i love all i love, I
0: love all of you you're the best but uh yeah so she falls in love and then like it kind of time jumps and they have arthur little baby arthur um he looks completely like his dad nothing like his mom and that's, uh that's
1: weird and
0: it's so funny um you know shortly after they have him and lanyan uh soldiers show up they fucking kick in the door they blow up the walls and shit and oh. like they come in, and um, this is like Arthur and Arthur's dad's like first taste of what Atlantean society is like. Period. They have no concept of what they're like. They yeah. come in with this super high tech shit. Like they're wearing like big ass like battle suits with fucking like water tanks for the for a face so they can breathe. Huh. Like, um, and they got these like l- like water slash plasma guns. They're running around with. It's fucking crazy looking. Um. But they come through fighting. Atlanta's like, my spear, nah. But, uh, and then, like, he throws the trident. And, like, she goes through one of the most badass action sequences to ever touch the DC film universe. Really? It's fucking sweet. She's, like, front flipping and cartwheeling and shit all across the living room. Nice. It's basically one shot, too. And it just circles the room as she's fucking them all up. And it's fucking sweet. But uh,
1: I like single shot. Seems I love like that, where it. They don't cut. Love it. Like in um, House on uh, the Haunting a Hill House, with the yes. single shot episode.
0: Single shot scenes Fuck are cool, man. Awesome. Um, but they do that basically the whole time, and it ends with her. Um, she beats them all up and whatever, and they're all like, I'm pretty sure they're all dead. Um, like she actually like killed most of them, um, but then she like. Says her goodbyes to Arthur and Arthur's dad because she's like, if they knew where we were now, they're just gonna keep sending people until I'm back. I'm I come back with them. Like yeah. that's just it. Like I have to go, otherwise you guys are gonna die. And they can't know that I have you. He, they already like Atlantis already knows. Yeah, they already know yeah, Arthur exists. That Arthur exists. They well, Arthur is actually a rumor. They don't know that Arthur exists, but they know she fell in love with dude on the land. Oh. Um. So she goes
1: on the land. It sounds like a jam, (laughs) but,
0: but, uh, so she goes back to Atlantis. Sorry, Paul. Arthur, Arthur doesn't see his mother his entire life after this. So he's only like a year old, two years old. Like he, he wasn't even speaking yet when she, um, when she leaves.
1: Like mama, you just killed 8 million people. How are you you going to do this? You left bodies everywhere.
0: But then it jumps forward to modern day, and Momo is like, you know,
1: muscular Momo, just, Momoa. He's just, just like,
0: beefy and fucking flying through the ocean like rapid pace. As that's,
1: that's right, this is
0: after Justice, Justice League. League. Yes,
1: okay, that makes so make it sense. goes
0: back to modern day, and hmm. Black Manta before he has his suit and before he's all you know the villain we know and love. He's with his father, going to he's going to they're going to like ransack this. I think it's a French submarine and they're pirating it basically. And uh, you know, Mom- Momoa Mamoa shows up and he shoves the whole fucking submarine to the to the surface of the water. He goes in and he just beats the shit, like beats the shit out of all of Black as like henchmen. <laughs> and it's funny because there's this there's this trope that they have in his scene in this first scene of him as Momoa doing action, where like every time someone tries to hit him. It pauses for a second, and he, like, looks up, and it's this riff, like a guitar riff. It's like, doo-doo-doo. Oh, and sense. he, like, looks up, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to fuck you up now. <laughs> and then he does. And then, like, another guy pulls out a bar, and he hits him, and it's like, doo-doo-doo. <laughs> and, yeah. and it's it's so cheesy, but it's so good. And, like, <laughs> so he's just beating the shit out of these dudes all left and right. And then he comes across Black mana in the, the bay where all the torpedoes are and shit. And uh, he fights him there, and then he fights his dad there. And then his dad, being a dickhead, decides to shoot a grenade launcher shot at fucking Momoa. Oh, that's good. As he's climbing out to leave. And uh, the shot like knocks one of the chains that's holding up the torpedo off, and it lands on the dead on Black is yeah. dead, and he's like it's crushing him he can't do shit and now water's rising because he also punctured the fucking oh, the yeah, hull yeah. and uh Black is like "Hey, out and Momoa looks back he's like you fucking bitch like I ain't helping you you just fucking tried to pirate this ship and shit and now your dad did this to himself I ain't fucking helping yeah, yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah. you yeah. cause he's not he's not a hero yet he's still of the fittest, he's still a renegade Momoa that like you see yeah. you know but he's, like, he's just like, yeah, well, fuck you. Like, you're a shithead. You're a pirate. You, you fucking kill people all the time. Yeah. Now that some, now some karma came back at you. You want some help. Fuck you. Exact, like, I'm yeah. not Batman. Like, How fuck, many people
1: have you killed? You know? Yeah.
0: And, uh, yeah, so Black Manna watches his dad die because Aquaman didn't help him. And that is his whole origin as Black Manna. It's, you know, he has a reason to hate Aquaman now. And, uh, ultimately, he goes to the Black Sea... And uh it gets he like starts a dialogue with the Atlanteans because the Atlanteans, who are mainly being led by Ocean Master, oh. are being told we should go to war with
1: the surface, the surface. and Ocean Master looks like the classic Aquaman. Right? Yes, blonde for, hair, blue eyes. Like as far as his general physical like appearance. physical appearance, yeah, and I thought that was interesting.
0: It's think, it's. I think that's on purpose. Do you think it's on purpose? I think it's, it's to, like, I think it's to kill that conception that he has to be this perfect white. German-looking man. I think that what's wrong with the master race? Do you? Ever- <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: Have you don't you know, like, you know, like the master race. No. You don't like the look of that. It's not, it's not good. Is that a bad thing to be proud of? Deutschland. Deutschland. Miss forever. <laughs>
0: no. But it's. I, I think that's. I think that's the purpose of what they were doing. I think they were saying like he doesn't have to be this pretty golden boy. You know white dude with blonde hair blue eyes you got and a it, problem
1: with golden child movies from the 80s you don't
0: like i used to be blonde hair blue eye boy and then my shit went dirty and now it's like you
1: know dirty boy. You, don't, you don't like eddie murphy movies from the 80s the so golden child's <laughs> no. not good for you it's a bad movie that movie's so bad can i please 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 have no. the knife <laughs> i said I I, I I i i i want the
2: knife
1: I'm going to keep doing that. That hurts. I'm a full monster energy juice. That hurts. It's their second podcast in the past two hours. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling froggy. It's going to get worse. But – Tit jokes. (laughs) (laughs) Insert tit jokes. He (laughs) – So, yeah,
0: I do think that that was intentional, though. Yeah, I, I do I think that so was a too. choice. But you see that Ocean Master is plotting to have a war with uh, the surface world. He hires Black Mana to send a sub at a meeting between multiple kingdoms of Atlantis. And all these kingdoms are uniting and talking, whatever. And then this sub just starts blowing their shit up. And Ocean Master's there, and he's like, the surface is attacking, and he's, like, selling it like, yeah, yeah. like he didn't know any of this was going to happen. And then they, he, like, goes up, and he does this heroic-ass maneuver on a shark and shit. He, like, stabs the side of the submarine and blows the whole shit up from within. It's fucking sweet. Um, like, he just lets the pressure just explode it. Then he's like, yeah, you see? They attacked us. They know. And then Aquaman's like sit- – then they jump to Aquaman sitting in a bar and like – he's like, hmm. As Atlantis comes on the news with some guy like giving his theory about it and he's like, <laughs> they really don't know about us. <laughs> like, but uh, but Aquaman's never been to Atlantis in, yeah. in this. Yeah. he's He's been to parts – like in Justice League, he went to that one spot to stop Steppenwolf for a brief moment where there was, like, Mira and a couple Atlantean guards. But that's the extent of what Jason Momoa knows as Atlantis. He's never been to the city of Atlantis. Uh, Mira Um,
1: Mira knows who he is, though. Like, they have a past relationship, apparently.
0: Well, it's because of Justice League. That's their past relationship that they know. That's it. That's that's it. They've never had contact before. But I
1: thought Justice League is the first time that Mira's introduced. It was.
0: But it's also the first time they ever meet each other. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because she's a queen um, to be. She, I think she's either she's either a princess or she's already the queen. But uh,
1: but I thought – No, she's like, the princess. She's Princess acted Mary. like they knew each other though.
0: Well, he probably seen her at some point probably. Uh, I could see that. It
1: seems like there was like a backstory in that movie we were missing. There's a lot of that movie. Well, yeah. There's a lot of things in there that was movie an that hour, were like rushed. There's an hour and 40 minutes of that movie I didn't like. I was <laughs> oh, not happy about it. It, it could have done more. It could have edited it, you know.
0: But uh, I mean <laughs> – I like what can you do, Joss Whedon? Um, Ooh, word. <laughs> but uh, no, they they uh, they jump to this scene where like Ocean Master is convinced the sea is to go to war with the uh, the surface, and Momoa's in his pickup riding back to Amnesty Bay, in and his
2: pickup
1: truck.
0: Yeah, like, hey. and he's got his dad in the passenger seat, and he he's as he's riding. He looks to the right at the ocean, and he just sees a fucking tidal wave carrying battleships and shit, and it just fucking washes up the whole, like the whole coastline, just fucking wipes it out, and uh, he gets knocked out of or uh,
2: knocked
0: out of the car, and then uh, Mira shows up and she creates like a pocket, yeah, uh, to to save his dad, the dad. Yeah, and uh, that part's really, really cool. Visually, like this movie's already a jump up from anything previous. Um, shit, cool. shit like this scene is like top tier.
1: There's no, there's no Wolf, 1998. No, Jurassic Park CGI. The <laughs> only CGI that's questionable is
0: the de aging of Nicole Kidman in the beginning. They they de age her on purpose to make her look 20 years younger, and it doesn't work the way Marvel does. Like Marvel has Disney Studios at hand, Warner Brothers is working with shitty computers the and bad fake, programs.
1: The fake smile and teeth. From Not Superman that bad. Not bad. that bad. It
0: looks like it just looks like bad yeah. makeup. Well, that's Nicole, all it looks like. Nicole Kidman is 96. she's ugly. She's ninety six years
1: old. So let's be honest. So. When you're ninety six, she's ugly. And getting remade. It's like why don't just put a different person as the character? Why have Nicole Kidman? <laughs> well,
0: as they. Role? No, kudos kidding. to them
1: because they only needed to use her for five minutes <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah. she's really only in the movie for like the first five minutes and then like in the last maybe and that in the last half hour she show, she shows up for maybe like another five minutes she's like really not in the movie a lot but uh Momo they they jump into like uh Mira trying to get Aquaman recruited and whatever and uh to like to stop ocean Master and they get to this point where uh you know, Momo is like talking to what's his name? Um Willem Defoe, his character. And uh Willem Dafoe was always like a trainer to Aquaman growing up. He oh. was he was like like he came to the surface one day and he explained how to fight using a trident. He explained the, the ability to breathe underwater, talk underwater, to you know all the things that Aquaman can do. He learned from Willem Dafoe, except for the reaching out to the sea creatures. That's a that's a king's ability. Like that's that's the canon they're going with here. Is that only the 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 true king of Atlantis has this kind of ability? Oh yeah, and uh, he he doesn't understand why he has this ability his whole life. But, like, then he finds out at the end, like, you know, in order to be to claim himself as the true king, he has to take the king's, the, the old king's trident and his armor. And in order to do that, he has to, like, battle with a a maybe like a centuries old sea creature that, like, yeah. it's it looks like a, a kaiju underwater. It's fucking sweet.
1: That's pretty. sweet. It's
0: fucking sweet. It's got like it's got tentacles, but it has like lobster claws too, and it's got like it's got this crazy ass head. It looks fucking sweet. Um, but it, ultimately he beats it by t- t- by communicating with it, and the the creature's like, "Huh, you understand me?
1: <laughs> We're friends now." He's well, like, "No, I'm going to eat you." I'm Well, it's
0: it's like you know, I talked to this king that you're trying to get the trident for, for. like we used to be companions to an extent and I haven't talked to another creature and had a conversation in centuries because he died forever ago and no one else can do what you're doing right now. Surely you're worthy as long as the trident accepts you. And that's why he gets the trident.
1: Oh, that's really cool.
0: Yeah. So he has this big old interaction where he meets the original King's skeleton. And, uh, when he takes the trident The armor, like, leaves the skeleton and, like, forms around him, and he gets the classic orange and green, and it it looks so fucking good, dude. They did such a tremendous job in playing into our hopes and dreams. Another thing about this movie, they fucking go hard at making sure you see the cinematography, like, in in a really good way. Like, there's a lot of moments that look like they were taken straight from a comic cover, like— Really? Because it looks that good.
1: Yeah, that's important, I think, too. I mean, having those iconic scenes, I love shit like that. Like, there's a
0: scene where they, because they basically have, they go to every single kingdom of Atlantis in this movie. It's a very innovative thing to do for a DC movie, if you ask me. Like, Green Lantern, you only hear about the Green Lantern and Yellow Lantern core. Like, that's it. You don't ever see the Blue Lanterns, the Violet Lanterns, the Red Lanterns. You never see that in a, in a Green Lantern movie unless it's animated. Aquaman's first movie and they're fucking going to every single kingdom of Atlantis to show you there's crab people that run a part of Atlantis. There's fish people like (laughs) there's different branches of Atlantis and they show you all of it all seven branches and uh, the final branch is the kingdom of the trench and Uh, the kingdom of the trench is a bunch of like corrupted fish people that like like mutated. they're, they're just completely rabid. Like they're just like really yeah because they live in the, Mariana's, the, the trench. Mariana's Trench, so they they're so isolated that they just went crazy and now they're just like massive fucking piranha people.
2: What? And all they do
0: is just try to eat everything they can that comes to the trench. They take their ship out to the the trench. Uh, they take this boat out, um, Aquaman and Mira, and uh, they have this scene where they finally get over the trench, like the the main part of the trench that leads to the kingdom. And their boat starts getting attacked by the by the trench people. Yeah. And they start realizing, like, they live in the dark. If we pop flares, they're terrified of the light. Oh, that's cool. So they use the flares to hold them back, and then they dive into the water and go straight down. The camera is, like, miles back, and you see just a funnel tornado of trench monsters circling around, Momoa and Mira diving straight That's down with cool flares. Shit! And it's so fucking cool because you see like lightning <laughs> striking the water from above, uh, and it's just the perfect scene. Honestly, I I don't think DC's had a better visual moment.
1: Um, what well, Batman versus Superman? And they said, I love that they movie. said Martha. It was a perfect. I moment. love that movie. It made sense. It, it's not that it's, makes sense. Sarcastic. No. No, <laughs> it made sense.
0: You feel shame. No. <laughs> but uh <laughs> no i don't feel ashamed really. i don't feel ashamed their parents have been named martha since the fucking 40s but, i don't like it um <laughs> but uh they did a really good job painting the picture in some of these scenes yeah he spends the whole movie thinking his mom's dead just to find out that when you go through the the trench you find a massive fucking like almost like a wormhole looking thing at the bottom of it. That's like a whirlwind riptide type shit. You go in and then it teleports you to the to the center of the earth, like a hollow earth theory type thing. What? Where there's the king the lost kingdom of uh the center of the earth. And there's this is like a world that's been lost to time. Like there's dinosaurs and shit that survived the the meteor. There's like like there's pterodactyls and shit flying around. It's really fucking cool. When he gets there, they find his mom because oh. he was always told his mom was sacrificed to the trench. And he assumed that, it, that she was eaten by the trench people.
2: Yeah,
1: but
0: She escaped. She went into the lost <laughs> center of the earth.
1: That's kingdom. cool.
0: So that's we where got she dinosaurs stayed. dinosaurs and
1: shit up in there?
0: And, oh. and uh, <laughs> yeah, she's basically been hunting whatever she could there for like forever. So like that's how she stayed alive, just eating whatever she could hunt. And uh, he gets there, and she, like it's big, Mag, big Mag emotional Wai. moment.
1: Well, she's killing Magua, but that's when he gets the where trident. Comes from
0: that's when oh. he gets the trident because that's where the final king was, the lost kingdom.
1: Oh, and uh, that's pretty sweet, actually.
0: Yeah, it's and uh, it's a good progression to, yeah. of his story. Yeah, um, but then he gets he gets the trident, and the main power that the trident imbues is it amplifies his ability to speak to the to the ocean life, which makes perfect sense. He's the king of Atlantis. He can literally command the seven seas worth with this trident.
1: That's amazing.
0: And he really does. It's really fucking cool, because then they go into this scene where Ocean Master is, like, starting a war with the kingdom of, the like, the crab people. Like, it's the bottom feeder, uh, the bottom feeder kingdom. And there's, like, tons of crab people, and... Ocean Master, like, sends in his army, and it's this big-ass battle on the ocean floor.
1: That's wicked. And,
0: like, there's, like, magma, uh, like, shooting up out of the ground in certain spots and shit. And then, like, halfway through the battle, when uh, Ocean Master is about to kill the king of um, the bottom feeders, uh, Momoa shows up bursting out of the fucking floor of the ocean with the big-ass kaiju. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he's riding it like a fucking
2: badass. The
1: classic Aquaman is riding on the back of some giant. Yes. Kind of That's awesome, it's so fucking That's so good. cool.
0: Yeah, then he just, like, basically sends the entire seven seas worth of creatures at Ocean Master's mini army. And they're all just wrecking these dudes. And, uh, you know. Ocean Master's army has those crab people in it, too, right? No, no. He's fighting them.
2: Oh, okay. He's, okay. he's fighting them. Okay. So but
0: he's, he's got mostly regular people in his army, though. Like, he, there's a couple that are, like, half fish, half you know, Atlantean hybrid people is weird. Yeah, how um, those get?
1: How those come about, Michael? How do you think those happen, Michael? Some would be being a fish. <laughs> that's gross. Someone was like, "Hey, you're a nice goldfish. Hey. You come here if, if an egg could fit."
0: I like your I like your gills. <laughs> that's they're nasty. they're real thick. Ugh,
1: that's <laughs> gross. No, but my mind just went to a very dark place. No, I really need. To, I need more. No more fishing trips for you. There's no more. <laughs> I need alcohol in my life. It's what time is it right now? It's only two forty. God damn it! I'm happy. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta wash my mind of that horrible image. Oh man! But uh, Flipper, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. So so Ocean Master's <laughs> army's getting fucked up, which is secretly just Atlantis' army. And yeah, it's he's true. C- he's controlling it. So uh, Good
1: King just kills people. Momoa shows up though, ass.
0: controlling the Seven seas, and they're like, "Well, by our old rules." He's the king now. So Ocean Master ain't shit. Oh, oh. And uh he basically starts turning Ocean Master's army against him. Earlier in the movie, Ocean Master kicked Momoa's ass because he was underwater and he's like trained for it. Yeah. You know, Momoa he, doesn't
1: fight underwater really good. No.
0: And uh because he just he's always fought on land. Yeah. And uh, you know, he he takes um Ocean Master to the surface. And they land on this Atlantean craft that's on the surface, and uh, they're fighting on it. And there's this badass scene where they're fighting, and like he knocks Ocean Master back. And it once again, it's one of them comic book moments where the the mask is like right out of a comic book, the one that Ocean Master's wearing. Yeah. The like there's there's like fan blades of the actual craft like right behind him, about to chip him up and shit. And it's just all slow mo and shit. And then Momoa fucks him up. Doesn't kill him. And then, uh, Atlanta shows up. Oh. And she's the mother of both of them. So she's like, um, stop it. Like, I don't want my boys killing each other. I don't want any more death on Atlantis' hands or whatever. And, uh, she basically says, like, you know, she's sad that her son has become this monster or whatever. Talking about Ocean Master. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh. Um, they lock they lock up Ocean Master. They take they send him away. But before they before he's gone, uh, Momo's like, "Hey, just so you know, whenever you want to talk about anything that's you know bugging you, I'll be here, like as a brother." And he's just like, "All right." And then like whatever they they take him away, and then. Uh, then Momoa goes through this scene where it's, it's so fucking badass, dude. I don't know why they do this, like knowing that I'm gonna just have to nut in the theater. But like, <laughs> oh, but, like Michael, there's this scene it's inappropriate. There's this scene. The
1: Person in front of you's like oh, ah, right in the is, back of the head. What they, is they just is get that? whopped. What is
0: that? Ah, oh. I don't I don't got lotion. Ah,
1: but uh, <laughs> D fan podcast late night triple X. <laughs> But uh. There's
0: this scene where he's flying through the ocean, like, rapid pace with the trident, the classic suit. And then he bursts out of the water with, like, all the creatures in the world, like, fucking flying out of the water at the same time. Like, launching, like, humpback whales, dolphins. The kaiju pops up. and Care he,
1: bear friends stare. And he
0: fucking pops up <laughs> looking like Jesus Christ himself oh, with God the trident thanks. and fucking swings it back. And it's like...
2: Ugh, I can't <laughs> help I love this like but
0: uh, it's it's really good like honestly this is the best DC has done period Wonder Woman is great yes I love all the previous movies except for Justice League's mustache scenes but and Steppenwolf's trash ass but like <laughs> <laughs> but this movie there's blows. a
1: comic there <laughs> <laughs> for this. Steppenwolf's, Steppenwolf's trash, trash ass <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just Stephen Wolf turning to the camera with his finger to his lips, going "Oh," Ooh, his pants with his half. ass out. Oh my God! No. we just wrote a fanfic. <laughs> it's gonna happen.
2: That's oh terrible. my
1: God, that's terrifying. But I mean, pun
0: intended. This movie blows the rest out of the water.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're so good.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, solid movie. I thought it was. By far the best DC movie as far as uh you know Although, oh, well my one complaint cheesy dialogue when it comes to jokes because it, it it felt like the movie was supposed to be not jokey and then in the later stage Warner Brothers execs were kind of like
1: they do it every time I,
0: always every always movie. but I, we I want it to be Deadpool, Make I, it Deadpool. I, I I feel like that's what they did they were yeah. kind of like you know what Deadpool is funny Deadpool did well all right uh we could and uh, Marvel movies in general you know they got jokes their jokes are good. Let's just uh get, throw in any jokes, just giveaways. And there's this one joke that is particularly horrendous where like um Mira's showing Momoa uh her ship that she hid in a shipping container that was crashed at the bottom of the the floor of the ocean. Yeah. And uh she opens up the container, and there's the, the ship, and, like, all these fucking krill and fish, like, you know, fly off of it. And he's like, we're going to get in that thing. That thing probably smells like chum butt. And uh and her comeback is like, oh, yeah, well, it smells better than you. It's, or, like, it's an upgrade from what you smell like. And he, like, he does one of them armpit sniff checks. Oh. And it's like... Really? Chum butt and armpit sniffs? That's what your comedy is? Like, I'm not gonna laugh at chum butt, bro. Yeah, That's right. That's trash humor. It is trash humor. But
1: uh unnecessary.
0: But other than the the shitty dialogue of, of comedy, it's really there's there's also this uh moment where like um Momoa's in the bar with his dad and uh they're drinking and whatever and his, his dad outdrinks him. His dad, like, like Damn. as a human, yeah, outdrinks the fish man. <laughs> That's awesome. But he's like, he's like, you know what? I can breathe underwater, and I still don't understand how you beat me every time. And he was like, "It's because it's my superpower." <laughs> and uh, and then like they laugh for a second. And the laughing goes on just a second or two too long. And it's awkward. It's awkward, dude. They're just staring at each other like. (laughs) And it's like, Uh, God, this reminds me of like an old Kung Fu movie when they're just staring at each other for no reason. Like. It's creepy. But uh,
1: let's show a familiar, familial bond. Let's do it. Should we have them bond normally? No, let's have them no, stare, at stare at each other, at each other smiling and
0: laughing like maniacs for like 10 seconds. <laughs> so weird. But other than those two gripes, the minor gripes, I think it's a really fucking good movie. The best DC movie. I don't think that's arguable at this point. Um, until Suicide Squad 2 comes out, a.k.a. Birds of Prey. And, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and, and actually does well for once. But uh, we shall see. We shall. I'm glad see. that oh, they're that focusing works. on Harley because Harley was the high point of Suicide Squad completely. So, yeah, there was. Oh god, that movie. I just don't understand why Enchantress was the choice, man. That was the dumbest. That thing. was a studio exec going. I think this girl. Hey, hot. Let's put she's her in a there. choice. Yep, that's exactly. No, like, she could have been on the team fighting with them, and was, I wouldn't have been as. It mad. was a
1: hundred percent some dude going. This girl's hot. Let's put her in the movie somehow. Let's make her the villain. What about you? Could do Katana no, was no. a waste. Oh, that was complete waste. Flag was
0: even boring, like as a character. They, I think they did the only character I think they did a really good job with besides Deadshot and Harley was um, the the. Uh, the lady running the whole Suicide Squad oh, yeah. program. Oh yeah, I forget her name. No, no. Yeah, but Amanda she's, Waller. Yeah. Yes, she did. Yeah. I thought she was like evil. Like, yeah. I, I liked it. She was perfect. But
1: was it Alf- Alfie Woodard? Was that her? Maybe. I think. So. I think that's her name. From Star Trek. Uh, possible next generation movie. I think it was possible. Oh, I, like, I like her. She's a she's
0: actress. she's really good. Um, but yeah, I I think I think after things like Aquaman. Um, and understanding the backlash of Justice League and the success of Wonder Woman as well, I think this is the right direction to go for DC. They need to switch it up, yeah. Fun movies is the direction because, you know, I like Dark. So I liked Batman versus Superman. I liked certain elements of Justice League. I think a lot of things they got wrong, a few things they got right. Flash did really well because he was fun. That's like one thing. Yeah. Like I thought Wonder Woman did her Wonder Woman thing in the movie. Bruce they switched him up. They didn't need to. Yeah, they went they made him go they made him a dick.
1: Yeah, they made him a complete dick for no reason.
0: But <clears throat> they are like they try he's trying to push them to I thought his Batman going. scenes were fine. Oh yeah. In that movie <laughs> where he's like swinging around, fighting Parademons and shit. I thought he was Although fine. I didn't
2: like
1: that he used a gun right away. I thought it was kind of Yeah. Shitty. Yeah, that was his first it was a choice. Poor choice. It was a yeah. very poor choice on their part. But you know, uh, to have him use a gun, right? You know, like as soon as he picked up that thing, I'm like, he's not going to shoot it, is he? and he starts shooting. I'm like, okay, that That's character's a wash. <laughs> you know, we can throw him away now. He's a throwaway character but um, Bruce never uses, never uses a gun. No, it's not acceptable for him. It's, a, it's um, like a psychological block. You know,
0: yeah, it's uh it's one of the things. I think DC is heading towards the right direction with movies like Aquaman. Because fun movies are best movies. Fun and, movies and, are best movies. And that's why Marvel. Words from Mike. That's why Marvel wins right now. That's Marvel true. wins because it's fun movies. Even if there's depressing moments, dark moments, whatever. Oh, at the core, it's fun. Oh yeah, you know.
1: They'll re- and if it's too dark of a movie, they'll re-release it as a Christmas version, fresh with Fred Savage. It's <laughs> very Dude, funny. No. That was funny as shit. I saw that. I laughed my ass off. His man.
0: scenes are hilarious, isn't God
1: it? Blessed, it, it was good. Um,
0: right,
1: we'll be right back after this message from Talk about spa- some, uh, some glass some glass and a quick message from somebody who's probably not a sponsor it's probably an old commercial enjoy <laughs> sega
2: challenges you with the ultimate video game the sega master system they are more accurate control, more detailed graphics, more levels of play. Awesome! The Sega Master System comes with power Base two control pads, light
0: phaser, and two great video games. Hang on, it's a hunt. Gotcha! And with other games like
2: Rambo, Outrun, and Choplifter, the excitement never stops. The Sega Master System. The challenge will always be there. Hey,
0: this is Paul Ritchie, and you're listening to Don't Feed After Midnight. But the rules don't apply to me. Feed me anytime.
1: And we're back. We hope you like that commercial from like a 100 years ago that has nothing to do with our podcast, but it's fun. <laughs> Yay. Woo. I like it because I don't have to pay for it. <laughs> 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 producer, producer, make your money. I'm not making any money. No. Off this. I'm not spending any money either. No. I don't care. It all works out. I usually edit this while we're working so I get paid to edit it. <laughs> right.
2: Technically. <laughs>
1: That's so bad. I'm like the worst manager ever. <laughs> say. AKA the best manager ever, <laughs> so suck it.
0: You get a pay raise. <laughs> hey, hey you get a pay raise, <laughs> you get a pay raise, everybody gets a pay raise. Woo. Woo. Except for that one guy. Except for that one guy called off. <laughs>
1: God guy. damn it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh Yeah, so we're gonna talk about glass. Glass. Glasses are important. Uh, humanity uses them for many things. You can put many liquids. Obsidian in is
0: really quality,
1: you, you know. Can it's, put, and it looks really put good. lots of rum in a glass and it makes your day That too. Vodka. You know, we see through them. You can put um, steak in a glass and, <laughs> and eat it like the glass. Really uh, the, m- the movie Glass
0: by one L. Day Shamaman. Shammalamalam? No, it's M. Night Shammalamalam.
1: After all the bad movies he's done, I'm interested to see.
0: I'm glad his past three movies have been good. Devil was good. It was different, but it was really, really good.
2: But the twist—the
0: twist twist was really, really fucked up. I didn't see it being the old lady. I thought it was going to be the junkie bitch.
1: Um, Yeah, right. No, it's the same thing. At the end, I'm like, oh. But you know what? I'm—I kind of did pick it out about halfway through because she's so innocent. Well, that's the thing—the the the character that you least expect to do the crime or to be the bad guy is going to usually, yeah, yeah. That's usually the way I call. it. my wife hates watching movies with me because always within five minutes I'm like, (laughs) that's it. That bitch did it. She's like,
2: stop it. <laughs> God
1: damn, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> and we'll watch like Tim 10 She's like, And they'll be like, she did do it. Oh. You
0: know, oh, my God. But, yeah, I thought Devil was really good. Um, Split. Fan-fucking-tastic movie. James McAvoy, I think he, at this point, is the most underrated actor in the industry right now. Um, th- I mean... I don't even have much to say other than the fact that the dude fucking acted out twenty three different personas in one movie.
1: He's really good. I've liked him ever since he did. Uh, I think a first time is no, it's Lido Atreides on the made for Sci Fi Channel Dune uh, movies that came out. Uh, yeah, well. They were longest. F- <laughs> the, the first one,
0: the first thing I saw him in, I think, might have been Wanted with uh, Angelina Jolie and Chris Pratt and Morgan Freeman and Common. A couple other people. Common. Common. Common.
1: He's only That's done he's only done B action movies. It's gonna be your name for your for your the rest of your life is common. Common. Why are you gonna do that? Why not like Big Balls McCready or something fun <laughs> like you know? Like you might just call yourself because th- dick m- forgettable. His fun you know?
0: fact his original rap name was Common Sense. Because That's he not because better. he taught the streets common sense through mm-hmm. his lyrics. As people that grew up around the street, he did not teach us anything.
1: <laughs> the ones I <that> listened. <laughs> oh, for God's sake, Michael! <laughs> you know better than that.
0: But um, yeah, uh, Split was really fucking good. He's um, Weird Al, James McAvoy was incredible in it. Um, it gives you, it gives you the story of a guy that's got dissociative identity disorder. You know, he's he's got twenty three identities living inside of him, and five of these identities are claiming that. There's a twenty fourth, and that twenty fourth is superhuman, and it's it's this it's a beast, beast. yes, Yes. and uh, it's willing to eat people. It's it can climb walls, scale walls. It's got super strength to an extent. It's super durable, and uh, you really can't break the skin too much. Um, It's just a literally a beast, like fucking massive monster type.
1: And he's like, there there was a a thing, his
0: muscles um, like.
1: Men's Health Magazine talks about his workout regimen to make that. It wasn't all CGI either. Right. Was, he really got fucking he got ripped. Huge. Yeah. You know? And as somebody who's, you know, <clears throat> like I've been in and around bodybuilding mm-hmm. for a good portion of my life since I was about 18. Like I've done personal training and I've been in gyms. Yeah. Like that type of transformation, a lot of people are like, well, it's because he's a celebrity, whatever. It's like, no, you can't do that. You just have to literally. Knuckle down and do it. You right. Eat right. The diet, Swap the workout. The the, you know, look at Chris Hemworth, Hemsworth. You look at his Instagram and his Twitter. He shows him picking up the rope, dragging shit across the Doing all the kinds field, of shit. You know, doing so – you have to – you basically have to be athletic. You have to make yourself be that person. Yeah. You have to picture it in your head when you lift the weight. You have to say, this muscle is going to get this big. Every time I do it, I'm getting stronger. I'm getting bigger. You have to right. visualize it. And you can do that shit. And that's so, why yeah,
0: – and that's what James McAvoy did. He did. did.
1: He did. I mean, he's, he looks incredible. Yeah. I really want to kiss him. Did I see this
0: <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, no. No. No, 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 no. Cover no, blown. No. No, no. Edit, edit. I'll edit. Oh, Thank God. Edit. Um, No, but yeah, he, he did a really good job in that movie. You know, he gets – you get to the end and you find out like his whole uh, motive behind eating and killing people is um, he wants to rid the world of people that are unpure. But he sees it in reverse. He thinks unpure is the people that aren't damaged by some sort of trauma. He thinks the pure ones are the ones that are damaged. So he finds out that the girl was raped by her uncle growing up. Terrible, terrible, tragic story. And that's the reason he lets her live. Because he realizes she is, by his definition, pure. Hmm. And um, going from that to Glass, it's... Um, it's it starts off pretty similar. It actually starts with his character. He's uh, what is he doing? He's he's got these four cheerleaders and they're tied up to a pole, and he's having a dialogue with himself in the other room, talking as different versions of himself.
1: Yeah, why to do it? Why not to do it? Well, he's well,
0: he's he's all the bad versions though. Like he's
2: (laughs) he's, uh, he's
0: Dennis, who's like the the creepy. He's the clean freak. Pedophile, um, and then there he talks to Dennis as Patricia, who's the crazy bitch, and then he kind of sneaks in some headwig who's the nine-year-old, um, nine-year-old persona, and he uh, then he goes back to Patricia, and then he comes in and talks to the girls, uh, to the cheerleaders, and he's like, he goes through this long dialogue, and then he's like, he ends it with something simple as, would anybody like a pee? B and J sandwich and then a a menacing smile and then the girls are like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then then, uh, it goes right into the movie and it starts right out the gate with uh, following up on uh, David Dunn, Bruce Willis's character. Yeah. And now he has his own security company, which if you remember from Unbreakable, he was, you know, already doing security at like the stadium yeah, 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 he was uh, like he was in that life already, and uh, I'm pretty sure Mr. Glass actually recommended that to him. Like, why don't you just start your own security company? Hmm. But uh, so he actually does by the time this movie happens, and uh, he's running it with his son, who knows that he's got super abilities. And you you kind of see like at first you just see his business side or whatever. Then he take he puts on his his rain uh, poncho and. Uh, he like goes out for the night, and uh, these <laughs> these guys are trying to get viral famous on the streets by running up and super Jacking Superman people. punching people. <clears throat> That's yeah, yeah, what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, and then they video each that other. That
1: was a thing for a while too. that sucker punch. Yeah, people. yeah. Until that one kid got shot doing it. Yeah, because sucker punch to do, and the guy pulled a gun, and shot him dead.
0: Yeah, ah, so, so they're so right. they're playing on that. In I didn't, I didn't cry. Yeah. They're playing. They're playing on that in the beginning of this movie. These guys are running up and Superman punching people and shit on the street, and then uploading it to whatever media they're they're doing it to. And uh, Bruce Willis shows up to their house and like beats the shit out of them. And uh, it's just this funny like parallel between like people that you know play off of superhero things and people that are actually superhuman to an extent. And uh, shortly after. You find out that, uh, like, the next day you find out that Bruce Willis is working with his son to track down the beast and the horde. That is this character that James McAvoy plays. And um, while he's working with his son, he's like, you know, well, this is where the original group was kidnapped. This is where another group was kidnapped. This is where this other group was kidnapped. It's a big triangle. Yeah. But this triangle is too large for it to be his headquarters anywhere in between. He's probably somewhere secluded outside of it, which means he's probably over here. Yeah. And they figure it out. And uh, Bruce Willis goes over um, to this factory area, and he's, like, walking around. He's also a wanted man because they know he's a vigilante.
1: Yeah. and They're like, okay, he's, he's and fucked they, up. We need to stop him. And, and they, they gave him a name. A they guy gave guy.
0: him a name. He's, his name is, like, the Overseer. The Overseer,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's a badass name. That's a, It's almost marvelous.
0: Right. It almost makes you think of, like— uh, not, like, the Defenders heroes, but, like, some of them, like, basic New York, like, heroes that are not too famous. But, like, if you've seen a pop, up, you'd be like, oh, shit, look at that. Like, the Watcher. You see the Watcher show up and you're like, hey, it's a Watu. Like <laughs> That's the first, <laughs> yeah, first time like in, like, that. 20 issues I've seen you. Like, you oh, big awesome. head. Big you're, head.
1: Fuck. You, you wanna know, like, in, in the uh, Universe X series, it reveals that the Watcher is, like, a dick. Oh, an he, he, asshole. Like, he like, manip- manipulates people and lets people get hurt just to further the agenda of the Celestials. Oh, my God. It's, it's horrifying. But so Black Bolt rips his eyes out. It's really fun. Black Bolt's cool. Yeah,
2: Black Bolt's cool. like, ah! <laughs>
0: <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so he's the overseer. That's the given name by the community that's seen him. And uh, he thinks his, his weakness is water, and uh, he thinks he has super strength and whatever, and he can touch people, and he gets a premonition of whatever sin or evil act they've done or, uh, you know, just like a general flashback of what they've recently done that's bad. And, um, yeah, that's one of his powers. And uh, he's walking around this factory district, and uh, he knows that, like, the building that he's got to be in has to be, like, of brick that's, like, a red clay because, like, that's an identifying mark on the areas that were kidnapped. Whether cheerleaders were kidnapped, and uh, or something like that, and um, along comes fucking uh, Mr. Beast himself as a fucking, <laughs> but he but he's not the beast at this moment. He's like Patricia. He's wearing remembers. a no. He's like wearing a jumper. He's wearing like some sweatpants. And I think he's the nine-year-old. I'm, oh yeah. And uh, like he's got headphones on and he's jamming headwig. music and shit. Hedwig. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, th- I think he's like jumping around and shit because that's Hedwig. I don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's any other personality we haven't seen yet. Yeah. Um, but he's walking around and then Bruce Willis bumps into him, and then he sees where the girls are and he's like, "Oh shit, that's him. That's fucking him." Yeah. yeah, yeah. He turns around and looks at him. And he's just walking away, like, singing his songs and shit. And then, like, he jump kicks to this wall and shit like a little kid would. Yeah. And then (laughs) Bruce Willis is looking at him (laughs) like, what the fuck? And uh, (laughs) like he he just keeps walking. Bruce Willis is like, well, I'm going to go save these cheerleaders. Yeah. So he goes and he, like, he bends the bar and breaks out uh, all of them. Um, Then it jumps back to the horde. And he's, like, still got the headphones in, jamming. And he he's like walking through like a tunnel where the homeless are staying, and he walks up on them, and he stops and he looks over at them, and then he's he's just sitting there for a second. He's like, "Hmm, you guys would be fine." And then like he takes off his headphones, and then he takes off like it's like he switched personality and yeah, said that, yeah, and then he switches again into the beast, yeah. And they're like, "What the fuck?" And then he assumedly. Eats them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you don't see him again for a second. And then Bruce Willis starts freeing
1: the girls. The girls, the cheerleaders. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And uh, the beast shows up when they're all off of the the pole. They're like just on. They're chained up still, but yeah, like to each other. But uh, er, no, he he gets rid of the chains too. They're they're
1: fine. Hey, as I say, the girls start to run. Yeah, they ran off. Ran, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, but you see him, like, he, crawling towards them on the ceiling. Does he throw
1: a table at one? He them? hits he one really of hits them. One with yeah. The table,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, like, crawls toward them all creepy-like on the ceiling and shit, jumps down, tries to fight Bruce Willis. Bruce is like, yeah. Hey, and Bruce is like, Bruce gets knocked back, but then he knocks him back, and they're fighting, and they're, like, equal strength almost.
2: Yeah.
0: And then um, he tries to hit this little girl with a table. He succeeds. She doesn't die. She just gets, like, knocked to the ground and whatever. Her friends pick her up and take her off. Bruce Willis goes up and tries to like beat the shit out of the horde, and then uh, by this time it's like night, it's like dark out, street lights came on and shit, and uh, the horde like grips him from behind, like a bear hug from behind, and tries to squeeze like the life out of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the horde is just too small. Like the horde yeah. is like five ten, maybe five yeah, eight. Bruce Willis is Bruce Willis is like six foot, yeah. six, six one ish, and. Uh, So he has the height advantage. He like leans forward, puts his plants his feet on the ground, and he just carries himself with the horde like over to uh, over to the window, jumps out, and uh, takes them both to the street level. (laughs) And uh, they both like just splat on the ground. And they get up, and right as they're about to go at it, fucking like five very fast strobes.
1: Yeah, flash, 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 flash. Just and then psh, psh,
0: psh, and then And it shuts down the, the beast. Whole, yeah,
1: completely. Yeah. It makes him every time he sees a flash of light, it switches the personality, yeah, right? Completely. Yeah. Like that's
0: yeah. that's the trigger. Yeah. And um <clears throat> Bruce Willis is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right, and so. uh along comes Dr. uh Ellie St- Ellie Staple. Staple.
1: Yeah, Sarah Paulson.
0: Sarah Paulson. Yeah. She's I mean, she's really, really good in this movie. She's very calm and like Almost warm, I'd say. Like mm. very like – it's almost like a, a motherly kind of like I'm going to try to make you guys better kind of role.
1: But she's the one that, she's the reason they take Bruce Willis's character too because he she says he's a hero. She he says,
0: hero says he's hero. not really yeah. what he thinks he is and yeah. that he's delusional. And that's what she specializes in is people that think they're superheroes.
1: And she takes him to Ravenhill Psychiatric Hospital.
0: Yes. Yes, which is – Ravenhill. What a nice thing. It's, it's a creepy spot. Yeah. Um, but it's outside of Philly and, uh, like, just in eye view of the city. And uh, when they go there, um, they don't realize that they were both taken to the same facility. They've, they assume that they're in separate facilities. But the, when they get locked up, their rooms are dead across from each other. <laughs> so when they're closing the doors on them, they both yeah. look back and they both see each other. And they're both, like, fucking exclamation point over yeah, their head, going, fucking Wah. Wah. Like, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a Metal Gear Solid shit. Oh, I love that shit. And uh, But they, they both realize, like, they're stuck in there with each other t- to an extent. Like, they know they're just across the hall from each other. And Bruce Willis' whole thing is, like, I got to get out of here before he gets out of here. And the they, whole,
1: they put him in their water room, right, with the multiple water. He's got to a, spray him if
0: he's perceived as threatening. Yes, he's got fifteen gallons or fifteen thousand gallons of water in a tank right outside the wall, right next to him, and it feeds right into them pipes.
1: And Kevin's in the room with lots of uh, flash bulbs. Yeah, and you know, they and they shut him. his shit down. Yeah, makes him revert. They they basically go off until he reverts to like. You know, a, like a passive one. Yeah, yeah, or Hedwig or something.
0: Yeah, Hedwig is hilarious in this movie. He's <laughs> like, he is another level of comedy. Yeah, then you find out Mr. Glass is in the facility, and he is heavily sedated mm. at all times.
1: And David remembers because he's the one that caused the train crash. Yes, you know, yes. The, the, um, he survived. Yeah, yeah he knows. it's a plane crash, but it's a train
0: crash. Yeah, a train yeah. crash, yeah. And that's, you know, they had their whole backstory in Unbreakable where they were, like, going at it with each other to an extent. Um, and, like, then he finds out that Mr. Glass caused the train crash yeah. through his schemes and whatever. And that's why he became the ultimate villain in that movie. This one, he's just being sedated to the point where he can't even think as much as he wants to. You know, they they got this maybe a, a half-hour chunk in the movie where they're all just kind of experiencing the fact that this— facility is meant to drain them of their ability to do what they want. It's going to make them think that they're human in the end, like not yeah. superhuman. Yeah. You know, then they got like the family, like his mom, Mr. Glass's mom shows up and she's like, there's no fucking way in hell you're going to keep him in this facility. Like he's too damn smart. Did you know that like he got he got placed in a certain facility one time? And like three days later, the whole power to the place shut down because of, of of one thing that he did the day before they get, they arrested him. Like, this guy is too smart for you. You yeah. would never be able to, to outsmart this man. Yeah. And then she was like, I assure you, there's cameras everywhere around this place. He's not going to be able to do anything. He's heavily sedated. I've seen him many times, and he's not well. Yeah, Um, yeah. because of how much they're sedating him, it's not what I would like to see, but it's what they're doing. Yeah, you you get this big kind of moment midway, halfway through the movie, where Ellie Staple brings the three main characters together to talk to them about their affliction, where they think that's
1: right. Doesn't they're superheroes? David freak out when he sees Elijah. He's like, ah! he's pissed. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: like, he's like, he's here. This fucking guy. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. He's the one that literally caused my powers, like, and he knows it. But Elijah's still like, uh, like, if I sedated to shit. But Ellie Staple has this really cool scene in that part where she basically convinced, to an extent, the Horde, that they really aren't superhuman. Like, she was like, you know, you can climb walls, yes? <laughs> as, as the Beast? Yeah. Talking to Patricia. She, yeah. she asked for Patricia. Yeah, and Patricia came out and started talking, and uh, she was like, "You can climb walls as the beast. Beast, yes, that's what makes you a superpowered being." And uh, she was like, can, "Have you ever seen anybody climb on walls?" <laughs> and then, and then uh, Staple was like, "Well, if I recall correctly, Kevin Kevin Crumb, the the body that you you are all hosting in, had plenty of uh, things on his computer uh, following famous wall climbers." And some of them claimed to be so good that they could actually climb walls that didn't have breaks in them. Like you could actually just climb a flat surface. Yeah, That's how good some of the wall climbers Kevin was into could do it. Yeah. So would it be a stretch to say that you just learned?
1: To climb a wall like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily your super strength doing it. So
0: she's starting the the conversation of you're making it up in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she was like, uh, Patricia was like, uh, what'd she say? She said, "Well, how do you explain um, the 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 bars at the at the uh, cell that we locked the girl in, uh, or that the girl locked herself in? We bent yeah. those metal bars." Yeah. Like that was that was meant for animals and whatever. Yeah. And then she was like, "Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. These are bars from 1835. They were, and the area underneath was was quite well moist. Those bars were pretty old, corroded, corroded. Resume. Yeah. Not that I mean. She was like, I actually went there, and just with a you know a couple tools, I could bend the bars myself. Yeah. You know, y- you being a man, a bit stronger than than your average person." It's it's not far fetched to think that the beast would be able to bend a bar that's not hard to bend in the first place. And then she was like, "Huh? Well, how do you explain the fact that um, we survived two shotgun shells blasted at us?" Yeah, the girl shot us twice. Yeah, and she was like, "Well, we ch- we actually ran forensics on that shotgun. It's been there since the '60s. Yeah, and it's been sitting there collecting nothing but moisture." Cause it's un- in the boiler room, so you got a boiler room shotgun with the shells all fucking watered down. You probably were just hit by a shitty, faulty shell. Yeah. So at this point, the horde's in fucking crisis mode. Like, holy yeah, fuck! Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not really, you know, we're not cool what we, we think, think we are. Think we are, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um. So it works to an extent. which What Staples doing? Um. Uh, then she's like, "And what about you, uh, David? You're uh, you think you're super strong and whatever." You know, however many bodybuilders there are in the world, do you really think you haven't just made up some of this to, in your mind? <laughs> and he's like, you know what, lady? I, I'm not even going to have this conversation because you don't know what you're talking about. And she's like uh, – she, like, call, calls back to certain, like, scenarios where he was doing tremendous things, but other people have equally done that thing. And he's like, eh, Maybe. Maybe I'm making up the water weakness in my head because I was almost drowned as a boy. And she like, well, no, she actually brings that up. She's like, she's like, you were drowned almost as a kid by bullies at your, at your local pool. Is, is that why you think water is your weakness? Because you, you can't swim. You were almost drowned and that's it. And he's like, fuck, I can't even say anything in response to that.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, yeah. like,
0: you got me. And, uh, Mr. Glass is a fucking mess. And she's like, I hate seeing you like this. Like you know you look like shit and it's because they just keep pumping you with all this but you got to understand elijah this is not uh this is not a comic book you know this is not how the world works you know superhumans do not exist and this and that and uh and that like ends this super tense scene and yeah. now they're all just kind of disheartened by it they don't yeah. believe it <laughs> they're all like, Meh. but this is where the movie goes into like landslide holy shit mode where like, you know, Elijah puts his schemes into effect. Um, He did something where he like cut the camera feeds uh, one night and he goes or no, what he did was he actually rolled out into the hallway before they were supposed to uh, sedate him. Yeah. Before they got there, he went, he rolled out into the hallway and like slight a hand just took the pills that they were going to give him. Yeah. And swapped them with Advil. And pop the the uh, the shit into the the arm, the arm of, the of wheelchair. his wheelchair. Yeah. yeah, and so he was saving all their sedation stuff and yeah. uh, and taking Advil. So he's he's just getting head, headache clears yeah. and yeah. like that's it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he ends up scheming to the point where he shuts off the camera feed one night, goes and talks to the beast.
1: So let's do a super villain team up.
0: Yep. And it's really uh, comic booky the way he goes about it. I like it. He's like, I want to see your powers. I want to see what you can do. And, uh, you know, he comes up to him and he's like, why shouldn't – give me one reason I shouldn't kill you. As the, like, as the beast, he's, he's like ready to kill him. Yeah. And he's like, you know, my entire life I've known nothing but pain. I have this rare disease where I, all my bones are brittle as glass. You know, I've broken 294 bones in my lifetime. So,
1: yeah, I'm in pain all the time. Like I, so all I
0: know pure. is pain. Yeah. So he's like, wow, you are not like are you, 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 are pure. Pure, you are pure because all you've yeah. ever known is pain. Yeah. And, so uh, I'll follow you. Right. So now he's turning the horde into a, his own grunt. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, all right, well, I got to get out of here or whatever. And, uh, he goes back and he like when the camera feed turns back on he fucks around on purpose to make it look like he's crazy and doing it yeah. he's like standing in the he's sitting in the middle of the the hallway in his wheelchair spinning circles like
2: ah like, <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: like he's just going crazy on purpose That's like awesome. but then he goes back to his room and then the next day they're like Elijah, we're going to speed up your pro- the process of your surgery. They were going to give you. They were going to give him a like a full operation where they were going to basically wipe out a certain part of his to his brain, lobe, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. To make sure he's not overthinking things and scheming as yeah. much. And they were going to use laser surgery to do it. Little did they know, before he went back and did that whole ah thing, yeah. he went to the surgery room knowing they were going to do it. And pulled out the the magnifier on the on the lens. Yeah. So it wasn't gonna do anything. It was just gonna be surface level
2: heat. And that's yeah. It, yeah.
0: And that's all he had to deal with. So then he goes back and he pre- he pretends for a full night that that's what happened. Yeah. He's just like, dude. He breaks the glass on one of his pictures in uh and uh, hanging on the wall in his room, and he waits for.
1: Deli- not he, Elijah. Um, he waits
0: for one of the orderlies.
1: It yeah, Daryl, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Daryl. He shows up.
1: Stupid Daryl.
0: And he fucking he slits, slits this dude's throat yeah. so fast, dude. He's like, Daryl comes over and he sits down on the on Glasses' bed and he's like looking at him and he's like, "Look, man, like, are you okay? Like, I mean, you know, usually, you know, you give us at least like a little half a smirk or something. Like, you're not moving your face. Out. And then he's just like. And like, the d- <laughs> yeah, like it was like half a second. And this that's dude awesome. like dropped. Like the whole night goes by before the other guy comes in, and uh, Mister Glass like goes into the the patient um, storage, like for their personal belongings, yeah, yeah. and he gets his suit back, and he's sitting in the chair, and then the guy shows up, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Hey, yeah, and then like. That's when he delivers like the the line. Um, he he's looking at him and he's like, "This is the part in the comic books where you would have a confused look on your face and a question mark in the bubble above your head." Yep. And then he like turns around and he sees the beast, and the he's like, <laughs> he's like, "Hey, you get back to your room and this and that." I I'm t- I mean it. And then the beast grabs him and gives him the back Scraps, bear hug yeah, yeah. And, and cracks him back, yeah. like completely all the like. I mean, he could have did it faster, but like he just kept Some on slow cracking yeah. it like over and over. And,
1: uh, and Then the beast wheels Elijah out of the facility, like <laughs> Yeah, like he dresses him up
0: <laughs> as a nurse and whatever yeah. and they they wheel out.
1: That's right, they go through the tunnels. They go through the tunnels,
0: yeah. which becomes a strategy you find out later. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. he goes through the tunnels because it's not out the front door, obviously. But uh the tunnels have video cam footage. They have video cams. Mm-hmm. And Elijah wants all of this shit to be seen.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, at before he leaves, he tells David, "Done. Uh, hey, by the way, the bad guys are teaming up. You might want to break out. We're gonna be heading over to that Osaka Tower and blowing it up and uh, doing some evil, evil shit. So <laughs> we're gonna
1: do evil shit, right? So like <laughs> bad guys music. So, you know, if
0: you really think you're not a superhero and that steel door is gonna hold you back, don't come." But and they turned, I'm just off the, you know. they turned
1: off the water. Yeah, yeah. So, he was, he was like, inside. "Yeah, I
0: shut I shut off the water tank, so you're good. Yeah, all you got to do is break through that door, buddy. But if you think you're not a hero, we're gonna blow up that building anyway. So you better get out here." And then it gives him the motivation to try knocking the door down, which he does, proving that he is not just an average human. And uh, the beast wheels him out. Uh, with the wheelchair through the tunnels. Yeah. And then halfway through, like, these guards come up, and they're like, hey, you need to stop. Yeah. And then he's like, he, like, whispers back to him. He's like, hey, just let me wheel forward, and then you come out and take care of them. Yep. So then he just rolls slowly, and the camera stays in front of glass the whole time, and you see in the background the the bees just just beating the shit out of these dudes. that's
1: awesome. It's so fucking cool. And, uh, yeah, and then— they get out. And the three Casey, Joseph, and the Miss uh, Pierce. Yes, Miss Price, I should say. Glasses, uh, glasses. Yeah. Mom is there. And Joseph tells the Beast how his dad died because of what Elijah did. Right? Doesn't he freak out?
0: Well, that's yeah, because right. they're because they're fighting. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Gla- uh, not David, Glass, David Glass is Watching as David,
1: yeah, and, the David and, the and the Beast
0: are fighting, beast. And he's and they, like, loving the shit around. out of it. Yeah, yeah. And then David's son shows up, and he's like, he doesn't want you to know the truth. He's he's doing this on purpose. Yeah. And then he's like, his whole scheme is, is straight out of the comic books. Yeah, He's throwing the good against the bad on purpose to see what you can do and making sure one of you kills each other. He was like, what he doesn't want you to know is his real plan and why he did what he did in the past and this and that. He was like, the day that he created my dad, he also uh, killed yours. Yeah, Like, yeah. your dad was on the train that may- gave my dad powers. And then, like
1: that's why Kevin freaks out. He's like, ah.
0: he he comes over to him and he's like, he's talking to him like, you you did this to me, you. And he's like, he's like, you're thinking about it too too small. If I never did this, you would never exist as a hero or a villain he, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, like you wouldn't have superpowers if I didn't do he what I did. He's like, you know, <laughs> I I created. I have proven you can create a superhero. Yeah. You know, I have I'm proof that comic books are based in reality to an extent. Yeah. You know, one thing that had people convinced early in the movie that superheroes are based on reality is like the concept that the original Superman was based on, uh, a old, like Russian strongman. Yeah. that just Yeah. just wore like tights and underwear over it and fucking just lifted a lot of sh- heavy shit. And that was the original like image basis of what Superman could be. He didn't really fly in his first issues. No, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't little have little. laser vision. Oh, yeah, he yeah. like he was just a strong man, lifting cars and doing things like that, which the beast does in the movie. Oh yeah, which is crazy. Um, yeah. Then the realization that Elijah like caused his dad's death, which ultimately broke his heart and led to his Precisely powers and fracturing. You know? Yeah, Kevin yeah. Wendell Crumb as a as a person just crumbled yeah. after this
1: he crushes his shoulder it's you can hear dude him. it's so <laughs> fucked up he like <laughs>
2: and he's like ah, ah, ah.
1: <laughs> and then, uh, then he falls out and breaks more Bruce bone. Willis
0: is sitting there looking and smiling and shit like payback is a bitch yeah. and oh, then uh, awesome. he like he like palm punches uh glass in the chest he just, like, you piece see and you see the wheelchair <laughs> fly pa- past and he's like slumped and you think like shit he's dead ain't he Oh, yeah. he's not yeah. He's he's sitting there like bleeding out of his mouth and shit because he just broke oh, yeah. all of his yeah. ribs. Yeah. But uh and his shoulder. Um but then you get this uh you get this moment where
1: the lady comes up, staple comes up, doesn't she? Is,
0: yeah, right? she, well she's talking to she talks to the girl from Split. Yeah. And she's like, Kevin only warms up when it's you. You're the key. You're you you can show him Like, as weird as it is, like, as much as it sounds like Stockholm Syndrome, you can show him love. Love that he hasn't gotten his whole life.
1: And she talks to him. And and she talks to him. reverts. And every time she
0: touches him, every time she grabs his hand, he feels this warmth that he never got from his mom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, from anybody.
0: And and anybody. Like, he just, the love that he never got. That's what he gets reminded of. And he reverts back to Kevin. Niche. Which is the the, yep. the host...
1: Yeah, the horse pers- form. persona. And normal human being. And, and he's yeah.
0: talking to her, Blam. and then he gets shot right yep. in the fucking chest. Like, or in the stomach. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I ain't gonna lie, like, out of all the scenes in the movie that would have been emotional. This one actually got to me. Like it was fucked up. You got to watch all the
1: personalities come out and they
0: don't want to die. And they're, they're all fighting for the light. And then it ends with Kevin. Yeah. He dies in Casey's arms and then in the girl, he tortured. Yeah. Yeah, But but she, but she understood like to an extent why he was the way he was because she related.
2: Yeah. Cause,
0: cause her uncle's situation. So like she sees him dying in her arms and she's like upset about it. And, and uh, they,
1: they, drowned, they drowned David in a bottle full of water. They yes, Bruce they Willis. fucking
0: killed Bruce Willis. Yeah. And right before he dies, um, Ellie Staple comes up and she's like, grab my hand. And and he like looks up and he grabs it and then he sees, uh-huh. goes the back clover to her tattoo. past. Yeah, He sees her tattoo. She's got a three-leaf clover yep. on her wrist and then he he sees her past mm-hmm. she's at a restaurant sitting down eating and then they close a door and it for this like room that she's in and she like she stands up and everybody around like gets really attentive to her it's really cult like yeah and she gives her a little explanation of uh you know
1: She's part of the secret organization. She's part of a society devoted to keeping superpowered people hidden from the public eye because they don't—they don't want super villains. And when they do rise up, they put them down. Yeah, because they don't want super villains to exist. So that's their way of keeping it right. Like they understand going, the concept yeah. of a hero is fine.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: but the concept of a hero breeds the concept of a villain. Exactly. There's, and then she tells when he comes out of this vision, she completely like tells Bruce Willis like. You were right. You were a superhero. I just wanted you to know that, like you did yeah. it right. And then she comes over to Elijah, and he's like dying on the ground. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, Miss
1: well, she, Price goes over and says, "You know, you're you're not a mistake." Right. And he, right. And then he dies.
0: Right. You know. But she she tells uh she tells Elijah like yeah like every, your whole theory you did it yeah you, you proved it yeah you're, you you're can, right you
1: can create a superhero or right. a super villain
0: you know right and um. But you get this really interesting uh, moment where you realize, like, she's co- her whole job is to cover it up. Earlier in the movie, there's a brief moment when he went to talk to David where he was fucking around on the computer. You don't know what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> he's just typing in yep. code. You find out this code is the source to stream this entire mm-hmm. camera feed to a private it's- server that only runs through his mom's computer. And so he gives it to his mom. And she uploads it to the internet. And she gives it to David's son to upload.
2: So
1: everybody sees that this, superheroes
0: sees exist, exist. Yep. which fucks over. And she's like, Nah. Yeah.
1: It, it, it's You really think,
0: like, the good guys lost to an extent when all of them die but at the same actually, time. Yeah,
1: but they actually. But
0: because of Mr. Yeah. Glass, they win. Yeah. And it's really cool. Because even though they're Glass. the bad guys, even though Glass is a bad guy, even yeah, though the yeah. Horde is a bad guy, they don't deserve the death that they get. Exactly. So to see that redemption of of you know Glass,
1: it's so wicked, swindling. It's so awesome. It's so. It was a good movie. Good. It was. I have to say, like, oh. I am predisposed to think of M Night Shyamalan as being like a one hit wonder. Yeah,
0: you know, I know that's a big, big thought amongst a lot of people because he's
1: his. A lot of his movies were not. And it, it's not without merit. Sixth Sense was okay, you
0: know. I, I didn't like the beginning of it, but the ending of it, it was like kind of oh wow, it's great. It what makes a, sense. What a
1: twist! Right. You know, that's the thing. That's what, what he became known for. And the thing is, is you know, he did signs, right? He did sign. I think he did sign. Yeah, he did sign. Yeah, he did signs because he played the guy that accidentally smashed his truck and killed it. Oh, lady. that's another thing. He plays three roles in the Unbreakable. Well, he last putting
0: himself in. His he, he's yeah. in this movie, and he confirms that he is. The drug dealer's friend from Unbreakable that goes to the stadium and uh, David bumps into him and he's like, "Hey, uh, you need to stop what you're doing." Yeah, and then he cleans up his act after that movie, and then leading into Split, he's working for the camera company, the security camera company that provides the security cameras for day for uh for the, the hordes, the hordes therapist <laughs> yeah. and her facility and all that. Then you find out. He's still in this movie, he's still working for that company, which I think is the same company that applies all the, the cameras for the, the mental hospital. He's doing
1: the in universe link to all the different movies. Yes, that. I cool. love it. Um, yeah, Shyamalan's movies. I don't know, man. It's like he's, and it's, this is, I mean, it's just my perspective on it, but I think it's like he, he had a, a really big hit, and the studios were like, Write your own check. And he's like, I'm gonna do this. And they were like, "Cool." And it didn't work and it didn't out. Didn't as did well. And then he did it again. It didn't work out. Did it, it? Didn't work out. Like
0: he's he's, he's taking breaks though. That's the, I think that's made the world of difference. Oh yeah, he's not. He's pushing back, to back and make a, realized he had
1: fucked up. Yeah, and he was just he was greenlighting shit that he really should have, should have taken a third or fourth look at and gone. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, not. Maybe plants that cause people to commit suicide aren't really exciting. <laughs> you right? Know? <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's a bit much. Yeah, that movie was really good. I highly recommend, like, even if you've seen it before. Like, we just spoil it, obviously, for everybody. But, you know, I'm assuming you've seen that movie before you've listened to this. I would hope. Go watch it again. Look for the hidden shit. It's There's a lot
0: of little things. Like, you get a – like, I I still got my theory about the three-leaf clover being just a Shyamalan reference Mm -hmm. to the whole idea of the three-villain-hero combo. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You know, and I seen someone else was like, you know, I got a theory, too. You know, you know what connects a what, what connects a comic book all together? One big staple. Ah. And the doctor's name was Doctor Ellie Staple. Oh. And she connects all three characters together in this facility. Which big big little you know <laughs> Easter eggs like that?
1: I love stuff like that. It's, you know, and then they, <laughs> I think they put toys out for that movie. You know. Yeah. Like, you see those toys in, tar- in Target? They're like the old. You know, like the, the, the future yeah. toys and alien toys. I think there's, a, I think there's like a Mr. Glass toy and stuff. It's mm. kind of funny. That was our review of Glass. Yeah, really good movie. I thought really that was movie. pretty sweet. I like that movie a lot. I thought it was pretty sweet. This is our uh, fourth episode in the podcast Detroit studios, which I like that. I'm liking it's it. It's very fancy. We're in the Royal Oak studio right now. It's very cool. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> we're excited because uh, Motor City Comic Con coming up and they're starting to release the guest list already. And... Uh, honestly like <laughs> I'm kind of getting geeked about it like we're going to be there Um I've, we're not going to have a booth obviously I'll be working with my wife um, at her booth Uh, you know her doing her art stuff of course obviously you know my wife's art is amazing but there's like there's, there's people there like Alana Masterson's going to be there Barry Williams there's a bunch of cool people Um the, a bunch of people from the office are coming which I think Creed freaking Creed's going to be there I love Creed um, uh, Leslie Baker he was, uh, who was this character again, Leslie? Stanley. Stanley. Yeah, Stanley's. And then, of course, uh, Dwight's gonna be there. Uh, Rain Wilson himself, who was actually the director of a lot of their producer, one of them, I think one of the two. But Paulie Shore is gonna be there. Freaking Neff Campbell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Ray Mysterio is gonna Love be Ryan Ray. Hurst. Uh, Tom Payne's coming back. Jesus from The Walking Dead. Tom always does really, really mean and awesome karaoke on Saturday nights. So if you're coming to the con, you're going to see him. Um, Jonathan Frakes is coming, Will Riker himself, and freaking Junas Sutamo, the guy who's the new Chewbacca, and that's going to be interesting to see. But there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of really cool people. Felicia Day is going to be there. I love Felicia Day. She's yeah. a very sweet person. Felicia's like you know she's awesome. She's beautiful. She's awesome. She's very funny. Um, Christian Serratos is going to be there. Um, from The Walking Dead. Oh. She plays uh, uh, Rosita. Rosita. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, she's awesome. I can't, I can't, wait. I can't, I just can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. And this is, I mean, we're just in the first month of them announcing stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be more and more celebrities. Um, I mean, you know, the, uh, don't Feed After Midnight podcast guys are going to be there. That's a huge thing.
2: <laughs> That'd be nice.
1: Go hang out with them. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. I hear that Steve guy is pretty cool. Yeah. You
0: know, you know. He talks funny. Though. He talks. Yeah. He, <laughs> Mike, he, Mike, said, he Mike. says strange words and then he's like.
1: No, nah, that's not true. That's <laughs> not true at all. Mike's obsessed with boobies. How about that? <laughs> I am. Always have been that's since un- I was a baby. That's unfortunate.
0: I always have been. I've been like. Showing, oh, <laughs> flashing myself in front of everybody, and so I'm like, to, I'm like to, look at mine. We're, we're, they can't I got see them what too. we just did, so you have to explain
1: what you just did. <laughs> all right, I just lifted up my shirt about a quarter of the way like, because I'm, I
0: got, I got my boobs are too big to like lift the shirt <laughs> <laughs> over. So no, <laughs> oh,
1: uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's no, gonna be cool, man. I love. It's the kind. gonna be fun. Motor City's a lot of fun. I it's, love,
2: love, it's love going probably, the
1: it, It's possibly the best kind. We've done New York and San Diego and and C2E2 in Chicago and Wizard World. All these different kinds. Motor City is probably the most fun I've ever had at a con, just because the people are cool. The celebrities they get are interesting. And it's, it's not insane. They get 60,000 freaking people, basically.
0: That's a shit ton.
1: But it's not. Metric shit. Ton. Yeah, metric shit, metric shit ton. You know, but it's, it's a lot of fun to go to. So, and there's a lot of good artists here too, like comic book artists and, uh, writers. And, mm. and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Podcast Detroit's going to have a booth, you know, it's you can cool. come see the, the, the mobile studio, you know. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, folks. We're going to wrap it up and we'll see you next time. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And this has been Don't Feed After Midnight. Peace. Peace.